We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show. This is Danny Rocket. And uh, just a brief message, because you're listening to the ad-full version of the Sunranto Show. And what you should be doing is listening to the ad-free version by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. You get your own RSS feed that comes early and completely ad-free. This show's going to be late. In fact, uh, I released this thing days and days ago, and you're missing it. Everybody else already heard it and has enjoyed themselves, but you're missing it because you're listening to this dumbass version. So uh, patreon.com slash sunranto. You get access to our show notes, your own RSS feed. It's only a dollar a month to sign up. At the $5 level, you get access to all of the my songs, all of the parody songs. They, you get them downloaded right to your uh, RSS feed inbox, and uh, there's different perks at different levels but go check it out patreon.com slash sunranto please join today it's a worthy cause keeps us running here keeps us in equipment and all the stupid fees we got to pay to even do this show and you can be a part of it otherwise you got to sit here and listen to stupid ads which you're going to do a couple times during this episode so anyway patreon.com slash sunranto please do it dollar that's it here's the show in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the lovable Lucy Lucho Scali Sunrento Michael Sunrento Cotton Sunrento and the lovable Lucy Michael Cotton Welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. This is Danny Rocket, and uh, I'm not alone. I am here with a special guest of the Sun Ranto Show. It's Mr. Eric Wheelow, otherwise known as Wheelow. And I got to play your song, of course. I should jump on the Wheelow. Wheelow. No, no, Wheelow. Now, do you know those guys? <laughs> Did that wrote that song? <laughs> Because- oh, I, I, they wrote that song specifically for me. I took a carnival cruise to uh, Jamaica, and uh, I made just such an impression at the port. Uh, they just decided to write a song for me right there. <laughs> You're like, I just met him the one afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Come back the next day to do some souvenir shopping, and they got this new song called Wheelow Wheelow. I mean, I paid top dollar for it, so I mean. Like literally $1. One yeah, $1. Dollar. Yeah. $1 in Jamaica. So well, I will say, man, I'm going to blast that song all day because we're celebrating in Milwaukee, baby. I bet. I bet. Well, welcome back to the Sunranto Show. And, uh, you know, uh, last year we 
We linked up at least four or five times, and then we had Johnny on with you talking about the playoffs. Of course, his team, the Nationals, beat your team, the Brewers, and ended their season. But um, thanks for coming back on, and uh, let's talk a little bit about last year before we talk about you know how excited you are for the news that just broke the other oh, day. Boy. But we'll get there. I'll let you, I'll let you gloat a little bit. But uh, well, let's talk about yeah. last year because you should gloat about that. A little bit. Well, gloating about last year, I mean, it's it was an incredible run to end the season, winning you know seventeen of their last nineteen games to surge into the playoffs as a wild card team. I mean, with a hurt Christian Yelich on top of it, um, I mean, it was a historic run for our franchise and for our team. Two years in a row to make it to the playoffs was unbelievable. Yeah, but with that said, simple heartbreak. In the wild card game. Yeah, well, I mean, at least you can take some solace in the fact that the team that beat you won the World Series. That's true. Some and, solace. you know, for Johnny, for Johnny Adamanopia, if it isn't the Brewers, you know, go Nats. Oh, yeah. um, you know, they spend enough money on that team. They truly deserve it, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a little dig, little dig. So, uh, so once again, a historic run at the end of the year. Now, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that this year. You win 17 of your 19 last 19 games. You know, you you come in, you end up coming in second in the Central, pushing the Cubs down to third. I, I mean, I really didn't think you were going to get there, and then you just kept winning. Um, well, you and, guys doubted us all year, and I told you this team's making the playoffs. Well, you were eight, you were eighty one and eighty one in your Pythag, and then you win eight more games. The Cubs were almost the exact opposite of that. It's just <laughs> like you got to play the games and and pull it out. And I don't know, you guys had some heart. That's for Man, sure. It, it's a gritty team. I think that long playoff push uh, in, in the year previous, the twenty eighteen, definitely gave us that experience. Uh, that bullpen really rounded itself out so, through some free agent acquisitions. And we made the push, to be honest with you. We were just a deeper team all around, I think, than the Cubs. And, you know, like they say, it's whoever's the hottest team to end the year, and the Brewers were that. Well, and the question is this, though, because this year you're going to have the three-batter minimum, which isn't probably as big of a problem from you guys because you, you know, have a bunch of starters. I don't know if you have it this year because I see your entire team is different. But <laughs> it, but if you have the three-batter minimum and on top of it you got the, the new September rules – of need, needing to name which players are going to be on the squad. So you can't be, you know, changing pitchers every, you know, two seconds. So it's a little different how it works. You know, it's not a 40 man that can come down. And I know that, you know, and it was smart of you guys for council to take advantage of that. And um, who's your uh, owner? What's his name? Um, Mark oh, Ananasio. Anastasio? Anastasio, yes. Mark Anastasio. Yeah, that's right. right. And then David Stearns is our GM, who uh, was the assistant GM with the cheating Astros. So, uh, you know, he got off that sinking ship right on time. Yeah, and he he taught the Brewers how to cheat, which is how you were able to get there last two years in that amazing cheating surge at the end of your year. Explain to me again how we cheat. I mean, I understand that the stadium itself is – you know, a bit ludicrous in terms of how many home runs he can hit there. It's but- hiding in plain sight. The <laughs> the giant air ducts behind home plate in the upper deck, up by the euchre seats, above the euchre seats. Boy, okay. do, boy, it just it just gets a little too hot right when the Brewers are up to bat. So they turn the fans on 
because it just hit that temperature that they need to turn those fans on right at that moment, get that air circulating, and then, you know, they turn them off right when the Cubs come up. Or, Do you guys like to talk about uh, 9-11 conspiracy theories and chemtrails in the bleachers during Cubs games as well? or From time to it, time. Is it, <laughs> or is it just uh, Brewers bullshit? Um. <laughs> yeah, it, we, we do all conspiracies out there. Uh, we is, have, your, is your rally hat a tinfoil hat? I'm just trying to paint a picture here. <laughs> um, yes, yes it is. So, um, well, that's the way we signal the bat. Oh, I've said too much. Uh, so uh, the Cubs ended up being nine and 10 versus the Brewers last year, despite scoring nine more runs than they did. Um, you know, you you guys were great at that. You scored a lot of runs and still didn't make the playoffs. I mean, the run differential, what were you guys like a plus 50, 60? Yeah. I mean, we, I I don't have it in front of me either, but we, we played five games behind our Pythag and that's, you know, pretty much run differential that they, I think that's one of the main, if not the main, way they figure the Pythag. But you know, we and we got we got to you guys. I mean, we swept you in early August at Wrigley, and then it was the same thing as last year. Brewers take the five of the last six games and surge past us. You know, we even split. Well, maybe we get a second wild card out of the deal. I don't. I don't know how it have worked out, but. You know, it just, I remember we went into those series and we were even talking about it at the time. It's like the Brewers had to win, you know, I think it was like three of four in one series and or we were dead to rights and we did. And then it was play ball after that. Yeah. Well, it's just you've had amazing Septembers and I'm wondering if you're going to be able to do it again just because of the just because of the rule change. It would be interesting to see. And you have a completely different team. So there's so so many acquisitions and uh so many people have gone, so many people that have come back, people coming off of injuries. I mean, I can't even keep up with this team. Now, there's, uh, there's one person coming off an injury that just signed a nine-year, $215 million contract. Nine years, no trade clause, no opt-outs, just a straight-up contract, and then you got some deferral money at the end of it, right? But uh, twenty eight million in deferrals. Never pay more than twenty two million a year for uh, my man, MVP, Christian Yelich. I mean, it's it's unconscionable. I mean, it, w- what a discount! Yell. I mean, this guy could have gone out and gotten a contract like Bryce Harper's. Now Bryce Harper's is, go- is for thirteen years, and Yelich is a little older than Bryce was when his you know uh, contract came up would have yes. come up. So, you know, you got him till what? He's 37, 38? 37. I think it's 38 with uh, – there is an extra year with a team option, for I think, for a 10th year. Okay, and this is the biggest contract in the history of the Brewers? Largest contract in Brewers history. Before that, it was Ryan Braun's $105 million extension signed in 2011. Um, so in new money – he had two years left on the contracts, uh, so there's seven years added to it at 188.5 million. I mean, like to put this in perspective, 215 million nine years. The team was purchased for 223 million dollars in 2005. Wow! Like, as a Brewers fan, I did not think in a million years that this would be a possibility. Like after seeing Zach Greinke come and go, CC Sabathia come and go. 
Prince Fielder, come and go, you know, offer them, you know, five-year deals, good money, but not the mega bucks that they could get. It just didn't seem realistic that the Brewers had any opportunity to make a splash like they just did with Christian Yelich. Well, he must like it there because of the fans that they turn on when he's up to bat. He's like, this is awesome. I'm going to win MVP after MVP. And he said as much in the press conference today that the big thing was the organization for him and just the family feel of Milwaukee and the way that people are treated within the organization, the way they treat the players, the fan support. He loves the small town vibe of it. And I think he was just sold on that. He does, he does realize that all the fans that are up there at least uh, nine games a year are Cub fans, right? When the place is really <laughs> packed, he realized they don't like him and they're not cheering for him. You know, and I think uh, maybe that swayed him the other way. He sees how big of assholes you can be to your own players. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to get booed for the next 10 years by my own team. So, I, I, you know, I think Milwaukee's the safe choice at this point. I think it's because Brewers fans remind him of eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Brewers fan reminds you of eating ass? I mean, I don't. There's not one Brewers fan I see on television whose ass I would want to eat. <laughs> no, not usually. No, it reminds me of the actual inside the asshole, like where the hemorrhoid lives. Oh, got it. Got it. So, got it, got it. no, I mean, it's it's just interesting because you guys have been able to lock that up. I mean, what a discount. Meanwhile, Cubs can't lock up anybody. I don't really know to what extent they've had conversations with extension uh, with these young guys about extensions, Javi and Bryant and um you, you know, the, the being the main two and we haven't gotten anything done. Like not, not one. I mean, they did Hendricks, but like Is there even rumors of talks going on between these players because all I heard in the offseason was Chris Bryant's being traded Chris Bryant's unhappy Chris Bryant wants to stay with the Cubs but yeah what do it's, we have? What it's, do we it's have? all deep, speculation deep short arms is that's what's going on here well it's we we painted ourselves into a luxury tax hole by never getting rid of any of the young players that made more through arbitration all these years so even though like 60 some odd million came off the books you know, with like Benzo coming off and Strope coming off and people like that. You know, even with that, everybody got such big raises that it ate it all up right away and we're back over the luxury tax. So if anything, for the Cubs, we're going to have to actually get worse to get under that tax. Otherwise, we're two-time offenders and, you know. Yeah. I mean, and then then what? You become Boston. What are you going to do, blow the thing up? Well, that's what Theo does. I mean, yeah. that Theo's MO? And that's what we're all worried about. So instead, I think they're going to probably – do something like, you know, try to trade Quintana's money or something like that just to get under and then deal with, you know, some number fives in a different way. You know, just we got Alec Mills. We got some dudes that can maybe do it. We just we don't know what we have, you know, so I, I looked at this Yellis contract and a lot of people were comparing it to Jason Hayward. And it's really not far off from each other, to be quite honest with you. But the production is and. I mean, I assume that his contract has to be weighing on the team quite a bit as well, right? Yeah, but you're not going to move. You're not going to move that nobody, money. Nobody, nobody wants that money. Yeah, I mean, you could maybe move half the money, but I think we're going to play. Cubs are going to see how they get out of the gate. We got 13 games versus the Pirates before May 20th. So oh, okay. I think I think that'll just kind of be the litmus test of whether we'll be selling. You know, and I mean. Um, it's it's really interesting, these two teams, man. Like, you guys have all the money in the world and have appropriated in, in, in ways that have obviously come back 
to haunt you. Yeah. Well, the and Hayward's with- Hayward's huge. I mean, you got Dar- uh, you got um, Darvish. I think is going to be have a monster year. But then Lester's in the last year of his contract, and that's still big money. And you know he's and- at the end of his kind of career here. So and the moves you've made. I mean, when you got Quintana, I mean, I assumed you guys thought he'd be. Pre- perform way better than he has correct yeah of course yeah and, i mean he, yeah. he he was he was great with the white Sox. everybody all the white Sox fans tell me i don't know man he was great for us <laughs> like, yeah thanks a lot you know but he's been pretty mediocre he had a you know huge era in the month of september right when we needed him most to come through and he, he just never has been able to bear down and get it done so yeah i mean there's going to be some moving parts to this season you guys still have money to to even add if you wanted to, if you happen well, to get off to a hot start, I know they probably won't. Well, that was the big worry. I mean, in this off season, we didn't make any big splashes and our payroll actually got reduced from 108 million to 89 million to start this year. And for Brewers fans we're like, what's with the cheapness? I thought we were above a hundred million dollar payroll team. We're averaging more than 3 million people coming to see the games the merch is selling out. We're getting playoff money on top of it, and you're going to cut the budget by $20 million. And then the Yelich deal happens, and you're like, okay, That's this why. is what's been in play the entire time. And it was even announced that the negotiations were started by Yelich. He's the one that approached the Brewers, and that started in October, which is awesome. I mean, and with the deferrals and the low amount of this, the money on this contract, it does allow the Brewers – to still go out and make a competitive team. And I think we've proven that we're able to find those pieces and build around our players, our core that we have. I mean, it's pretty awesome if you look three years from now, the only like guaranteed big contracts are Christian Yelich, uh, Michael Lindblom, who he just signed from, I, I believe, Korea, and then uh, Lorenzo Kane. After that, we can do whatever we want with that payroll. Yeah. I mean, you have flexibility where the Cubs do not. So, you know, and I doubt the Cubs would ever trade within their division just because it's too painful. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but it, you you guys could be buyers if you get off to somewhat of a hot start. Um, now, who else did you add this year? Uh, I know. Well, you're kind of adding Lorenzo came back. He was limping around on two broken legs at the end of last year. He still was out there. It was pretty impressive. Oh my God. I, I've never seen anybody with like the Denzel walk when he's playing a old black man. Like I was just, it was like <laughs> just that old black man confidence. What I appreciated. Like, Try to get up out of the rocking player. chair. Yeah. I will say on one leg, he still managed to win a gold glove out there. So kudos to him, man. Kudos to him. That's a hell of an accomplishment. Barely able to get out there every day. So he'll um, be back and hopefully healed up. That's almost like an ad, but yeah. uh, who, who else, who else did you add? You oh. lost Grandal. So uh, Grundahl, yeah, catcher? I mean, we did offer him a, a contract to come back, but obviously he wanted the big one, and good for him, man. He was a great player for us and really helped carry us once Yelich went down, so I wish him all the luck with the White Sox. It would have been awesome to keep him on the team, but uh, some of the big signings for us this year, well, I guess I should talk about subtractions first. Yasmani Grandal is gone. Eric Thames is gone. He went to the Nats. Moustakis, he went to the Reds. You guys got Jeremy Jeffers. Travis Shaw, he went to Toronto. Zach Davies is in San Diego. Wow. With, in a trade with Trent Grisham, who cost us that wild card game, bucked during a ball in the outfield. Oh, so, so he's gone 
I I, I kind of saw that right at the. Didn't he he was one of the first ones out the door, right? Yeah, that was the first move we made was Zach Davies and Trent Grisham's. We traded them to the Padres. Um, and you got Urias, Urias, who was a top 100 minor leaguer that really hasn't panned out for the Padres, but he can play some third, play some short. And uh, we also picked up Eric Lauer, who's a lefty uh, starter for the Padres with three years of team control. Okay, so he but he's he's planning to start for the he's in the rotation. Not a guaranteed spot. There's talks that he has options that he could start in Triple A. Uh, there are a lot of starters on this team, and I think we're going to play the Triple A option, and it'll be a rotating cast. I think with our five man rotation. And then, uh, man, you it's amazing to me because we really are just standing pat. You know, we got uh, Jeremy Jeffress, like you mentioned. We got Souza, and that's it. I mean, and yeah. and we lost a bunch of guys. Like Steve Ciszek, like Ben Zobrist, who wasn't really there last year. Really, Addison Russell's now off the team, not tender to contract. I mean, you know, Hamels is gone. Like, you know, we didn't really add anything. You guys swapped out half the team. We swapped out half the team, but we did have that similar feeling because all these losses kind of came first before we started making acquisitions. Big one for us was Jordan Lyles, who, I mean, this guy was lights out. I think he went like, Eight and two, eight and one over his last, you know, twelve starts or something like that to carry us in the playoffs. He signs for eight million somewhere. You know, you see uh, Wade Miley sign with the Reds for eight million. It's like we need starters. Why are we not in the conversation to pick up guys like this? And then, and you, then, and then you did you did pick up guys like that. You got Brett Anderson, who we saw in a Cubs uniform briefly a few years ago. He, he was terrible with us. He was hurt, and then he sucked, then he got hurt again. We made fun of him. We called him the human wheelchair. And, yeah. then, he went, and then he went to the A's, and he pretty much kicked ass. <laughs> kicked ass, and we did a typical Brewers move. Kicked ass with the A's, signs a one-year deal with, uh, uh, deal with us. So it's a prove-it deal. Prove it for us. Go sign a big contract. That's what we did with um, Lyles last year as well. I mean, this is what the Brewers do. Let's get a guy two years that's proven he can do it. Come to the Brewers, earn your money. Now, and that's pretty much what it's been with this starting rotation. Now, your uh, th- now what is the starting rotation? I mean, you got uh, Chase Anderson still on the team, right? Bro- no, bro- no, Chase Anderson. He got traded. He got traded to Toronto, so oh, he's gone as well. Okay, so he's gone too. So you got Woodruff still, who was pretty tight for you guys last year, surprisingly too. Brett Anderson, I mean, Brent Suter still on the team. Who's who? Are- Brett Suter. And there's questions of Brett Suter. He just inked a new deal with the Brewers. Uh, I think it's a three-year deal. But he was coming out of the bullpen last year as the change of pace guy, and he was lighting it up. So he does have the option to rotate from starter to the bullpen. bullpen. So, you're, so you're still doing that thing. Where still doing it. Yeah, still doing it. I mean, why not? If it's getting you to the playoffs two years in a row, it's more than I could say for the goddamn Cubs. So, uh, like, a, Yeah, I mean. And the bullpen's also, still pretty good, too. You still got Hater at the end of it. Who lost an arbitration deal with the Brewers this year? I know. Which so, I thought was a huge mistake. He wanted six, we gave him four. The guy carried our team last year. Ping the man. Yeah, well, he lost. I mean, he lost. There must be some reason. Is it? That's- 
I mean, it, I know it was kind of surprising that he lost it. Maybe it was because of uh, the racist tweeting. <laughs> I mean, they they could have gone in there. I mean, because it certainly wasn't the pitching. He deserves six million for the pitching that he does. But I mean, what are the Brewers going in there and saying to try to not pay him? I bet you. I bet you it came up. I have a feeling it did as well. Did the him blowing the two inning uh, playoff game for us come up as well? But that wasn't really his fault. I mean, kind of was. Yeah. I mean, it it was. You know, there was a lot of things. The wheels fell off there, but you know. He wasn't I mean, as untouchable last year as he had been. I mean, he, he's still one reliever of the year, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's fucking good, and he, he fucking I makes mean, mincemeat out of us, and I just I want him to, like, you know, like most bullpen guys, you're like, God, when is this guy going to run out of steam? <laughs> and then you, who else did you pick up? You picked up Avisail Garcia from the White Sox. Well, let's get back to, this, the, to the starting rotation real okay. quick. So the Brewers, penciled in right now, we have Adrian Hauser who was with the team last year and uh, really started proving himself. And uh, Woodruff are definitely penciled in. After that, it's kind of up in the air. I mean, we have Willie Peralta, who we just inked to a five-year deal. We bought out his arbitration years, plus some. Willie Peralta? So, uh, or Freddie Peralta, Fred, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's, that's the young guy, right? I think we, yeah, saw, we saw him last year at some point. Yeah, he was coming out of the bullpen for him. But, I mean, the hope is he added a slider to his arsenal this year. He's only 23 years old. And last year, we started with Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, and Woodruff in the starting rotation, thinking these young up-and-comers from AAA were going to be able to prove it in their first year in the big leagues. And Woodruff turned out to be the only one that stuck. So, I think we're going at it again. And hopefully, people are thinking that Peralta will be the fifth starter. We're paying him the money to be that, and we'll see what happens this year. You mean the opener? <laughs> That's what the you opener, guys, yeah. yeah. And then we saw it. We we got Eric Lauer, which I said uh, there's no guarantee he's going to be in the starting five. And then we got this guy, Josh Lindblom. Lindblom from uh, Korea, I believe. That's right. So yeah. basically, you uh, got was, eight starters. Would, you got eight dudes. That, yeah, that could start, and you're just going to piece it together like you have in the past, and then everybody with options is going to be riding the shuttle from AAA back to, I don't know, what are you guys called now? Hemorrhoid ointment field? <laughs> what, no, what is it called? I forget. Which one? Your your ballpark. Oh, AmFam. AmFam. Oh, God. The names get American Family. That's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, at Miller Park, dude. Come on. It's always going to be Miller Park. To exactly. all of us, yeah. For the history of time, American Family should understand that too. They're like, you know, people are gonna still call it Miller. They're like, no, they won't. Everybody loves American Family Insurance. It's like, no, nah, we really don't. <laughs> and then, I mean, there's big changes. And now, uh, in the stadium, will no longer be serving you uh, Stinger brats. It'll been taken over by Johnsonville. So that was a big uproar as well. Oh wow! Yeah, people take their sausage brands real seriously up there. The sausage wars of Miller Park <laughs> is definitely going down. But are, are they still going to be racing? It's, it's depth. This is what the Brewers have done year in year out. It's we just, you know, it's just a lot of ammo that we can continue to plug into this gun. Council already came out. He said no lineup will be the same. Yeah, well, you, I, I could see that happening. You know, and I think he's just going to play it game by game and try to win each one individually. 
Interruption time because you are not a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto where you get your own RSS feed and you get the show early. This version of the show is brought to you by our sponsors, Simply Safe. Now, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, and that's Simply Safe, our sponsor. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection, two time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. It blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras and doorbells that alert you when anyone approaches your home. That could be valuable. Uh, in a, in, if it's a you know bill collector or somebody you don't like, you just hide behind the couch because they know they're coming. Uh, it monitors uh, when somebody enters the home. It monitors all motion. It monitors glass breaking with sensors that guard you inside. And you barely notice it's there. That's what's truly remarkable is that you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7, and it's only 50 cents a day. No contracts. That's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So what you do is you go to simplysafe.com slash team, simplysafe.com, S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com slash team. You go there today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's like two months. And uh, you got nothing to lose. So go now. Be sure you go to simplysafe with an I dot com slash team that's simply dot com slash team back to the show um so your uh, other auditions in the field you got avisel garcia and uh, i guess he's decent he had a great year with uh tampa last year i mean in a time share he hit 282 20 home runs 72 rbis stole 10 bases I mean, in my opinion, you can see those power numbers go up very quickly in Miller Park. And I think he's going to get the majority of the time in right field with Braun rotating from first and right. I mean, they're pushing Christian Yelich to the left field. And so Kane, to, to Kane's, make this work. Kane's still in center. And then it, Braun's, I don't know, does anybody else play first base? I saw you got Justin Smoke. Is he going to make this team? Yeah, I mean, we're paying him the money. I, I think he's penciled in as a guarantee to be in the timeshare with Braun. Uh, but Logan Morrison is having a monster year as well in, in spring training so far. His power numbers have been pretty amazing. Never even heard of him. So get, get, <laughs> get ready for that guy. He's 32. Get ready for him. Yeah, oh, he's old. He was, oh, I see why I didn't never heard of him. He's pretty much an AL dude for yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. No, maybe uh, I have I heard of this, this guy. Is, uh, this is Ryan Braun's swan song. This is the last this year of it. his contract. And with Yelich and the depth we have in the outfield, I don't see Braun coming back as a brewer after this year. And there are rumors that he may retire once the season's over. He has the thumb injury. He's always injured. He has the back problems. I mean, do you think you could trade him to an AL team down the stretch? Little DH action, little left fields. Somebody I needs a slugger. You know, honestly, I don't think we do that to him. I think he gets his last at bats with the Brewers, and I think honestly, we owe it to him. Um, despite all of the controversy surrounding Ryan Braun, you mean the cheating? 
the cheating. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's no denying that, but let's be honest, 80% of the league are probably cheaters that just haven't gotten caught. Yeah. Um, but I will say the amount of kudos that should go to Ryan Braun in this Yellage deal, I think it's the thing that is being undersold throughout the day here. I mean, he's such great friends with Christian Yelich, and Yelich even said it in the interview today or the press conference that Ryan Braun really had great conversations with him about how great this city is, how great it is to spend your entire career with one team, uh, what that means to your family, how much easier it is. And he really pushed Yelich over the finish line, I think, to make this deal happen, and especially a team-friendly deal. Yeah, I'm going to miss him out there in left field because I'd give him lots of kudos if he was out there this year. Maybe he'll still play a little left, and I'll give him kudos all game long. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By kudos, you mean a complete fucking berating? <laughs> oh, something like that. But <laughs> I'm happy that Yelich will be out there because he's going to hear all about his ass eating, and he's going to hear all about how he looks like Pete Davidson all year long from me. Oh, boy. And I'm loud. And then the- and then he'll just throw wads of hundreds at you. It'll just hit, hit you with a $1,000 brick. I love it. I love it. So, and then the other guy you got that I that kind of stood out to me because Cub fans hate this guy because he probably ruined one night for us back in 2015. <laughs> it's, it's, and that's Jed Jerko. When he Jed Jerko, dude. The Cardinals. He's gonna, he was always a pain in our butts for some reason. He was reason. a pain in the brewer's ass too, man. I can't stand this guy. Well, now you got to like him. Somehow you got to learn. We're being we're, we're becoming where uh, the Padres, like, you know, broken toys come to play. Because he did start his career with San Diego Padres, right? I think he, so. Uh, I don't know. He seems like a, he's been with the A's, I think, for a while, too. Cardinals, he had a monster 2018. He hit over, what, like 25 home runs, something oh, like that? Are you talking about Jerko? Yeah. Okay, I, I thought you were talking about Sogard. I don't no, know. No, but the idea is there is going to be a timeshare between Eric Sogard, who we just picked up from Tampa Bay as a free agent. Uh, who was a Brewer in 2018, um, and he'll be in a pl- platoon with Jed Jerko. I mean, that's the idea. A lot of platoons going on in this team, all around the outfield, shortstop between Arcia and uh, Luis Urias, who he picked up in that Padres trade once he gets healthy. Yes, uh, first base between Braun and, just, uh, and Smoke. So it's just I mean, all it, competitions, all, all everybody rotating in and out. You know, everybody getting what, like 350, 400 at-bats, except for Yelich? Yeah. Is that what I it's going to look like? Even Lorenzo Cain, they're going to have to start resting just to keep him healthy throughout the year. Sure. And Brock Holt, you picked up, too, from Boston. We need and to I mention love this him. pickup, man. This guy can play anywhere on the infield. 271 career hitter. Two World Series. He's he's had those long stretches in the playoffs. He's just that guy you want off the bench coming in. I mean, Cub fans' heads are spinning right now listening to this. All the different moves. Like, we just said, like, 10 new guys on your team. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and there's and still more. Guys that I are mean, gone. we got – we have – we made a trade for Omar Navarez. Oh, yeah, your catcher. Yeah, you got a new catcher, of course. And he has big shoes to fill with, with Yaz going to the White Sox. I mean, Yaz produced a 380 on base percentage and set a record for Brewers home runs as a catcher with 28. And he's great at pitch framing, too. I've been watching and, him put do it for the White Sox right now. I got the game on in the background here. and he, Yeah, uh, and he only trailed uh, Real Muto in war among MLB backstops last year, which is incredible. Those are huge shoes to fill. 
But Omar Navarez, here he comes. Not the greatest defensive catcher. Not great at framing. But the Brewers have proven they're able to produce that with their coaching on this team to make them better at that. And Navarez has proven that he's got a stick. I mean, he has potential. And then you got Manny Pena behind him. And then that. And he throws out, he's the defensive catcher you need. I mean, that guy comes in and he just, he gets guys out. I mean, it's, it's a great backup combination. I love the tandem between those two. I love the upside of Navarez, which his whole team is. It's all upside. Like if these guys can click and have career years on these one-year, two-year contracts, I mean, this team will be competitive once again just because of the depth. Well, and you got to hand it to Craig Council and his stupid ass face for being like so incredible year in, year out, and like putting that together. That guy, you know, even though I don't like him and I don't like the look of him, man, yeah. he's fuck. And and the reason is because he fucking fucks up my life all the time by being good. Yeah, and he looks like he makes you know cookies in a tree. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeper e- elf looking motherfucker, fucking e- uh, el but- fudge motherfucker. <laughs> But we did re-sign him. Uh, he's extended to 2023, nice. so you'll have a couple more years here of, uh, you know, elfhood. Hey, look, the Cubs just gave up a uh, two-run homer to the White Sox. Who, who hit that? I can't even tell. Who cares? Who cares? Jose Abreu. Oh, great. Oh, well, but, spring training. But, I'm not going to look into it. But we locked up young players, Freddie Peralta, locked up our manager. We locked up Christian Yelich. The next step is getting Stearns, our GM, getting him that long-term deal to coincide with council. And I think you have those, you know, just solid, the solid foundation you need to build around on this team. I mean, structurally, it's sound. It's weird because you got you got a bunch of guys who you wouldn't normally be excited about if you picked up. You know, there's like no particular stars besides Yelich and the fading Braun, right? I wouldn't even consider Braun a star at this point. I think I'd put Kane above him in that category. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that too. But but it's still, people have heard of him. You know what I mean? There's somebody exactly. show up to the ball, little kids would be like, hey, look at Brian Braun. He taught me how to do fucking roids. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, when I look at this team, it's like some t- everybody scares me because they're all kind of dudes that – flew under the radar with lots of different teams and you got to you've got a whole team of utility guys is what it is and you know what and it's opposite of what the brewers have been power numbers lots of strikeouts i mean i think we just have these guys now that can battle that can take pitches that can work the count that can get on that can push the out and i think we're going to be playing a little bit more small ball than you've seen out of the brewers in years past well you know bloop and a blast you know, yeah. you just got to have a couple of guys that can blast it out. But, you know, you did lose Moustakis. You did you did lose some big kind of bats out of your lineup. So we'll see how it plays out. I don't think anybody's picking y'all right now. Everybody's doubting us, but, I mean, isn't that how every year starts for the Brewers? Every year. I mean, you, we make it to the NL, you know, game seven of the NL championship, and the next year we're picked to finish third in the division, right? And then we make – the wild card this year we're 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 picked to finish fourth i think in a lot of people's categories right cardinals cubs reds us and you know what continue to doubt the milwaukee brewers i said bring it on that's just more fuel for the fire at at some point you're gonna have to respect this team i mean we're proving that structurally we have the pieces and council 
plugs them in in a way that puts a winning product on the field. Well, the only bad team in the division is going to be the Pirates, who I guess MLB is investigating right now. Oh, my God. Because they're spending too little money. Basically, they're getting more in profit sharing from other teams than they're spending on their own payroll. So basically, they, you know, they could just throw jack shit out there. Yeah, it's, it's jack shit and then also controversy. I mean, with that reliever, you know, all that yeah, drama he got into in Marte child, and, yeah. and the steroids. Yeah, you know? Marte and then that child raping reliever guy. Yeah. And now Jung Ho uh, Gung, you know, him being. Uh, I don't know if he's still on the team. I have not seen if they still hung, kept him. Kang? <laughs> Kang. I'm, I'm looking up the roster. I, I'm just curious. Oh, my God. It's 19 to 10 spring training game. Pirates have won two spring training games only so far. And it's 19 to 10 wow. against the Blue Jays right now. No, Gung is and gone. I guess no, they, cut, they cut bait with him. If, if you're a Pirate. If you're a Pirates fan right now, there is no light at the end of the tunnel either because you traded so much of your farm system to make those runs when that team was just a few games over 500 in years past. You know, like, then you lose what are they going to do? Yeah, they did, and they spent it all on the wild card game that they lost. And I hate it because the Pirates fans do show up when that team's good. And, you know, I enjoy the city of Pittsburgh. It's you know, it can have a nice fan base. That team has had World Series wins, and I think it's just a disservice to the Pirates to put this shitty uh, product on the field that they're getting. Yeah, and it's, it's a disservice to the NL Central to have gimme games like this, especially down the stretch. I mean, it's it. I don't know about you as a fan, but when you see, if I see the Cubs playing the Pirates with the thirty-five million dollar payroll and we're within a game of each other and you have those games and we don't, it's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, we all play each other the same amount of time. But, you know, yeah, I know but- the, the Pirates, I mean, if anything, if they have anything going for them, is it's just a bunch of young kids who are trying to prove themselves to try to get on other teams, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but but here's I mean, the, the Reds are better. The Reds are better. The Cubs are the same pretty much. Maybe, yeah, probably the same. Uh, maybe if they can not get hurt, they could be better. The Cardinals are the same; they made no moves. But uh, so lost it's going to be lost a, Ozuna. They lost Ozuna, but and they didn't really replace him either. But you know, devil magic—you can't count it out. So what I'm saying is, and if anything, like maybe we're all a little worse than last year and still playing each other to even. I mean, I feel like it's a it's a division with good teams competitive against each other. But I don't know how competitive any of us are against some of the powerhouses in the league. You know, so you go out and play the Dodgers. I don't know. Might it might not be pretty. <laughs> no, I mean, my early season prediction is this is finally the Dodgers year. They get over the hump. I mean, there's it's just how many years can you get so close and not do it? And right. you had Mookie Betts. And if they stay healthy, I, I think it's the Dodgers year in the NL personally. And I totally agree with you that the NL Central as a whole is going to be competitive, but there isn't that team that sticks out on paper that you're like, this is my World Series pick. Yeah, well, not for the World Series. And we just had Theo come on the radio and say this, you know, we're going to look at things within the next, the first half of this season, see how things go. And, 
if I don't think we've got a World Series contender, and he said World Series, not just win the NL Central contender, then uh, people are going to be surprised at our, our next eighteen, what our next eighteen months are going to look like. So I think we might. I think that people are right now predicting a white flag trade, just and, just to get it, under the tax. Then, then do it now. Let the coronavirus be a lesson to the Cubs. Get ahead <laughs> of this fucking shit, okay? Why I, fucking wait for what you know is it inevitably going to happen? And a mediocre season, maybe you get the wild card. What what are you doing? Yeah, just and and you still and then you still are over the tax. So year three, you're definitely not spending, and yes. our, and our dudes get even more expensive at that point. You know, so everybody's going to make more in arbitration. The bullshit he's feeding you. If if this isn't a World Series contender, buddy, are you looking at your roster? Yeah, it like, isn't, buddy. Have you seen yeah. the Yankees? <laughs> you know, like, come on. With I mean, a similar payroll, but they they'll pay over the luxury tax. They don't give a shit. They're the bankies, man. That's the difference. You guys want to be at that level, spend at that level, and then when the tax man comes, you, oh yeah, you cry, you cry broke. Rick, so what is it? One way or the other, pick a side. Which I agree. I agree. They have not picked a lane. They have not picked a lane for three years. They just kind of went with what they had. They spent money. Uh, they spent money. They spent money. Then they ended up over the tax, and now they've got to get under it. Otherwise, they're gonna. Yeah, oh, even more tax, and then you can't. Then it'll put it off like yet another year. You know, I, no, they got to pick a lane at some point. But I think if they, if whatever for whatever reason, you know, how teams can click. If for whatever reason this Cubs team clicks, new manager David Ross, you got you know a bunch of pitch lab dudes, you know that they're creating Frankenstein style down uh, with Tommy Hadovy in his pitch lab. If some of those dudes start panning out and becoming reliable relievers, you get you, you get the Q you traded for, you get the U you you thought you had when you signed him. You get these things, and you could be right there. But if there's playing 500 ball, if it's still looking like you know, oh, we're two games over the fucking Brewers or Reds or Cardinals right now, and everybody's real close, I think you could see a selling off anyway. To just just to get under the text because it's not good enough. Like they got to be running away with it is what I'm exactly. saying, and I don't think. I mean, that's going to be tough because you got four, three other really good teams in this division that you're going to play a lot. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing you guys going to have going against you. Yep, it is a weak division, and it's going to hurt. I mean, so here's some questions from the Sunranto Ranters page asking you. Uh, as as a Brewers fan, all um, right. What's the 2020 video camera budget? This was asked by Josh Oberhide. Is How dare more, you, sir? Is it more or less than the Yelich extension? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, <laughs> Scott Passmore wants to know what it's like to win the World Series. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one before. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, we well, heard I it a lot. You know, I I it, wouldn't know. You know. Uh, what's it's, it like being over the luxury tax and not winning a World Series? What's that feel like? <laughs> it sucks. I could I could definitely tell you answer that question that in that way. Uh, how, what's it feel like spending all that money and only having one in a hundred years? How, I know. how does that feel? It feels like shit. Cup fans are pissed. 
They hate the owner now. We all call him cheap, even though he's spending two hundred ten million dollars on the team. And he's, yeah. you know, talk about cheap. You know, he's- I can tell you're pissed. Like you, you guys are shitting on the fucking small market brewers to make yourselves feel better about yourselves. Come on, I know, Come I know, on. it's pathetic. And then uh, Chris Soloto asks, um, is it in Yelich's contract to have an ass buffet in the locker room on game day? <laughs> <laughs> A whole train of ass. Whole train of it. Molly asks if uh, the Brewers hey, He's a giver, obviously, in the bedroom and in terms of his contract. That's what I'll <laughs> say about that. It, well, yeah, it, he's get, got uh, – I'm sure there's perks – in that, because he did take a hometown discount, but we didn't see the kind of fine print in some of the writers of that contract, like the ass buffet, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think he stayed in Milwaukee because there is no TMZ. I think he can eat all the ass in town, all the quality, clean ass, enemud ass, and it's going to stay quiet. I mean, maybe that's part of the appeal. It could, no, I, th- I think it is. You can fly under the radar, and you don't have paparazzi in your face all up in, you know. All up in your ass. All up in your ass. So, uh, and here's a question, and I'm going to turn this around a little bit, but Molly asks if the Brewers will continue to steal signs this season after seeing everybody shit pound on the Astros. But that's a question, though. Do you think this is going to get policed more this year because half the players, if not more than half the players, are really fucking pissed off? I think Manfred, or Manfred, whatever the fuck, he... He didn't correct this the right way out of the gate, and people are pissed Astros players aren't suspended right now. So I think everybody else in the league doing what they've done forever is going to get the short end of the stick. I mean, you just saw the clubhouse guy that for the Angels got fired for you know giving pine tar to the opposing team's pitchers. You know his little concoction. Did you see that story? Yeah, I did. And, I mean, that's something that happens. It's as old as time. Like, that's part of baseball. I mean, stealing signs from second. If you're a player, you're relaying it. That's part of the game, in my opinion. Well, that is. But what I'm saying is, like, if, if like, some dastardly shenanigans, cameras in the outfield, if some of that shit is going on, do you, do you think it's going to just because of what is happening to the Astros and and they're they've gotten hit a shit ton in spring training already and I think it's going to be the Astros shame tour I'm I'm even planning on going down to the south side catching a Astros they're coming in over the weekend in August and I'm like oh, oh yeah great. let's go down there and fucking pummel them you know what I mean let's I think they I, open in Anaheim too you should go down there and give them hell it's a great state I mean I love I love Angel Stadium it's it's a, definitely a throwback it's pretty cheap Nobody there. There's a, a dancing monkey. You get to see a once-in-a-generation player like Mike Trout. And, you know, you get to see Pujols uh, in the last, you know, the twilight of his career, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But, Joe Madden. Astros, man, I can't wait to see them getting booed the way Ryan Braun did for all those fucking years, man. If I know anything about baseball is they hate cheaters more than any other sport. D- the, the, the Brewers hate? No, I think baseball fans hate cheaters oh, hate more cheaters. than any oh. other uh, you know, sports fan. Like oh. I think baseball fans hold this sport near and dear to their hearts. And if you fucking cheat it, you're going to hear about it. Yeah, you're going to hear about it. Yeah, well, uh, A-Rod, A-Rod a cheater even came out against the cheaters. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> 
God. T- takes one to no one. Um, can he just go away? So here's another question. Um, what happened to you as a child that this team brings you joy? <laughs> that's, that's, that's from uh, Andy. Um, have, you, have you experienced a uh, Chicago and Wisconsin winter? I mean, we're used to disappointment and low, low times. Yeah. The, your uh, expectations as, as a Milwaukeean aren't real high. In life, in no. general. So, so when when we achieve things like we've had in the last couple of years here, it's so thrilling. And then to see contracts like this happen, I mean, it's like this is literally the first time something like this has happened. Ever it's happened. amazing, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> and and we and we had the Packers all those years to you know make us feel good about something every once in a while. But it is a great time to be a Wisconsin sports fan. Three MVPs in the same city. The Bucks have the best record in the NBA. We got Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are back. They made it the NFC Championship game. The Brewers are relevant. I mean, it's a good time to be in Wisconsin and great owners with all those teams. Yeah, I know. I'm really happy for you. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like it. Yeah. One more interruption because you are not a Patreon subscriber. Uh I just want to say that there are other ways you can support the Sun Ranto show by doing things you do anyway. I understand you might not want another monthly bill coming out of your credit card by subscribing on Patreon. Either that or you love getting the shows late and completely full of ads. I don't know what your deal is. But here's one way you can really help the Sun Ranto show. That's by going to sunranto.com slash shopping and clicking through our shopping links. And then we get a little kickback from the companies. You don't, it doesn't cost you an extra dime. But we get a little bit of money just for advertising for these people. So uh, the most important one that I think is, I don't know, relevant to uh, Sunranto listeners is StubHub. So if you go to sunranto.com slash shopping or sunranto.com slash StubHub, you will find a link. You click on that link. you It'll take you to StubHub. And then you buy tickets and we get a little bit of money. But there's lots of other links. Here's the other one you probably use all the time. Amazon. We have an Amazon search bar. If you're going to buy stuff on Amazon... Remember to go to sunranto.com slash shopping first, search through our search bar, and then you buy this crap you were going to buy on Amazon. You'll see it. It's right there on the left as you go to the webpage. Um, we got lots of stuff. Fanatics for fan gear, MLB shop. If uh, you're looking to you know buy one of the new Nike jerseys, buy it from MLB shop. Buy it through us. We get a kickback. Reebok, Zazzle, Bear Mattress, Vibrators, Beer, Sports Memorabilia. I mean... Just go check it out, sunranto.com slash shopping. But uh, really, what I want you to do is become a Patreon subscriber. We're at 98 Patreon subscribers. I've always wanted it to be 100. We've never hit it. We've come close. We lose people because of stuff Michael Cotton says. And then I got to fight fight for it back. So uh, become a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash sunranto. It's easy. It's uh, You get the show early and ad-free. Uh, your own RSS feed that you copy and paste in your favorite podcatcher, and the show comes to you early. So you're never late. You always know what we said. Um, not that that's important, but hey, sunranto.com slash shopping, patreon.com slash sunranto. Do something. Please help help out the show. Um, Dan Nielsen asks, has anyone hit a sausage in the sausage races since Randall Simon did it years ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've seen him take some spills. They take a yeah, spill they, every now and again. Oh, they, they they take some diggers from from time to time. It still, I hate all the teams that have ripped it off and done it poorly, like the racing presidents. I mean, come on, guys. 
Yeah, that it, no, that, it, it is pretty. I hate I hate the racing anything. I I saw somebody had a like I, a racing toothbrush. They had a was that the Reds racing toothbrush and tooth. Okay. Might have been a minor league stadium. I don't know. They have they have even worse ones. I saw. I went down to the Caribbean World Series in Puerto Rico, and they had these d- dudes, these little kids, racing in sumo wrestler costumes for some reason. You know the big inflatable sumo things. Yeah, so, yeah, the, like the, what the little boy from Blank Check bought. You know. Yeah. So so those I never saw, but but I assume they were talking about the same thing. So the the kids yeah. are racing. There's two of them. And they're racing, and there's this finish line, and JJ, the mascot of the uh, Cangrejeros um, in San Juan, th- just this, like, you know, freak-looking guy, you know, like Philly fanatic-looking dude, um, he freaking blocked out one of the sumo wrestler kids and, and freaking uh, body-checked him, put him on the ground, and the other kid won. Now, that's how you, <laughs> that's how you do a, a mascot race. You make the fans do it. And then you have your mascot just go out there tackling kids. That's entertainment. I love that. Yeah. That's entertainment. I mean, you've been to spring training games. You see all the random shit they roll out there. I mean, I think fans should have the opportunity to beat the sausage. It should be, we should call it the beat the meat sausage Beat the meat. Oh my God. I love it. That's got to happen. Beat the meat. And Beat then, the meat sausage race. I love it. So uh, the final question, this one actually comes from Twitter. Is uh, is this a real one or is this just more uh, people shitting on me? No, this is a real one. Okay. All right. Laverne or Shirley? <laughs> I told you it was real. Oh, boy. Uh, Shirley. Yeah. Who, you know, not a lot of people are going to go to Laverne. Yeah. They just, they're just not going to. So, uh, <laughs> predict predictions. Was there anybody hot on that show? I don't believe so. Just, it was based in Milwaukee, the, so probably not. Just just the Fonz when he came on. The current, the current for yeah, the Fonz. Uh, <laughs> he was the only one. Well, <laughs> what would the show even be now? Just a even, bunch of guys in cargo shorts and you know collared shirts. Yeah, probably. And e- even the, I mean, even um, it was Happy Days, also taking place in Milwaukee. Even that didn't have any hot people on it. I'm trying to. Was Joni hot? Gachi. Mm, I mean, Mrs. C wasn't bad. Yeah, I guess for a for Mrs. C. I mean, she. You know, I'm I mean, just the saying. Fonz, the Fonz always had some bombshells rolling rolling through Mel's on his arm. You yeah, know? well, yeah, but they never had lines. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So uh, predictions, predictions for this coming year. Where where do you see your Brewers? Where are they going to finish? What's their record? Oh, boy. They look like a 500 team to me. 79 and 83. 79 and 83. Okay, so we finished, what, 89 and 73 last year? Yeah, and with a Pythag of 81 and 81. You're saying 79 and 83. I think you got worse. I think losing Yasmani Grandal is huge. Everybody else, you know, Travis Shaw sucked for you. He's gone. But you switched up your whole pitching staff. Zach Davies was good, and he's gone. Chase Anderson, gone. Was not good. Yeah, but still. I'm just saying, I think you're worse. And I, I'm, I'm being generous with 79 wins. Personally, I mean, that's my I mean, 
We won 96 games in 2018. Last year we won... 89. 89. I do see the digression continuing. I'm going to go 88 and 74. Okay, so you just think, all right. That's some optimism. You know, you got, your luck's going to run out eventually, but I don't know. Craig Council, man, that, that dude, that little Keebler motherfucker. 88 and 74, the Brewers are going to finish second in the NL Central, and they're going to be a wild card team once again. And uh, are you, who are you going to face? In the wild card? Yeah, that's too hard to predict. You're like, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with the Mets. All right. A lot of people picking the Mets to win the East. I think it's going to be between them and the Phillies again, like it was a decade ago. You know, I, I don't understand how the Braves lose Donaldson but get Ozuna, but somehow become worse. Yeah. I don't know. I think could, the Braves could be right there, too. I think they picked up some pitching. I haven't really looked into them. But they'll do what they did last year, and they'll just beat the hell out of each other, right? I mean. That's what we did. I mean, the yeah. NL the NL is just competitive. The only uh, part of the NL is the, that has any non-competitive bullshit going on is the West. And that That's might cool. even be better. I don't know. I think the Reds are an interesting team, but you see these teams come and go that, like, this is everybody's, you know, Price pick. This is their dark horse. This is the team that's going to turn around and make the playoffs this year. But I just don't think it happens that, that way. I mean, it has. They have on paper the best starting five rotation in the NL. But that's one, two injuries away. And now what? Where are you at? Yeah, they I without, mean, without the depth. Out, but what? What's in the bullpen? I mean, are they battle tested? They have Joey Votto. I mean, but what? Well, the Reds. Do this- they put? It- this is what scares me about the Reds. They do have a great top five. You got Trevor Bauer, who I, you know, you, you got, they picked up Wade Miley. Uh, they've got a pretty deep starting rotation situation. Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, really breakout year last year. But they, Probably might be the best starter in the NL Central. But when you look at, you know, they still got Suarez. Then they pick up Moustakis, who's going to, you know, slug for you. You know, that's such a bandbox out there in Cincinnati. You know, has to know. Castanolis or whatever the what's his name the guy you had from the Tigers oh Nick Castellanos Nick Castellanos he's a he's a yeah. damn doubles machine his 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 defense is kind of shit so I mean they're kind of a defensive liability I think that to beat them I think you could I mean they've got such great pitching that they're hoping that the defense doesn't matter as much but you know I don't know we'll see how it plays they picked up Freddie Galvis their whole team is you basically. I mean, they're they're fucking a shit ton better than they were last year. But you're right. I mean, injuries can bug can bite you every time. But a lot of people, nobody's really picking the Reds. They're still picking the Cardinals and shit. You know, they're they're picking the Cubs to come in second. I don't know. I, I it looks like a big fat eighty one and eighty one again, except for that we all have the Pirates. I think it really matters what all what the Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs do against the Pirates. And if you lose to the Pirates, you ain't you ain't doing shit this year now how are you seeing are, are you saving your cubs prediction for a later podcast oh, no I, you- I keep changing my number by by how i feel that day <laughs> so what's the number today uh well i was at 88 wins on like a couple weeks ago and then people got me really positive out of spring training i think it was just the vitamin d and the sun and all that stuff and pr- proving vitamin my mood with the vitamin 
the vodka. Yeah, in the vodka. And I was like, you know what? We're fucking winning 98. But I don't <laughs> think it, but I think it's really, I think this team could win 93 to 95 games if a lot of things go right. I think with the manager alone, you get a win bump from last year. Yeah, I think so too. And just the fact that there's like a, a new kind of sheriff in town and, you know. I think, I think lo- that gets you five, six more wins. Yeah. Just right there. Yeah. And, and you know, if you, and the main thing, healthy. We have not been healthy. You know, you lose. We lost Rizzo, Baez, and Bryant down the stretch. Like, you know, there's just yeah. – even if, even if we did get to the playoffs, like, accidentally – because everybody else was losing, you know, what are you going to do without those three guys? <laughs> like, you, you, you can't do it. There, uh, do you remember a going into a season with this, you know, much parity and who could take it? I thought last year was the same. I, I think, okay. they, I think I maybe the all, were a little weaker, but I think they've upped it. Yeah, they've upped it. The Reds were weaker, but we lost to the Reds last year. So they were yeah. they had our number anyway. So, I mean, I don't know. It should be it's very competitive. It really does behoove the owners to just put out, out competitive games, you know, balanced teams to to play each other, especially mm-hmm. within the division because um that's going to draw that draws the fans cuz you've you, you know they're they're hard fought games I, I think back to a few years ago we when the giants were really good and we were they they were coming off of their world series dynasty situation and we were rising to it and as we caught each other those few games a year in critical like august games it was like we were playing each, playoff games in august and and i feel like we're going to have a lot of that within the central you know like these games, we all feel like we can win it, except for probably the Pirates. So yeah. you know, so all the all the inner division games are going to feel big, and that's that's good for baseball. That's good for having fun, and it's good for giving a shit about what happens because it certainly does suck if everybody is mediocre or there's teams that are too good that are just be- beating the shit out of everybody all over the place. Like the 2016 Cubs, that was almost not that fun. It was really fun to win it all, but during the season, it was like. A lot of the games weren't very good. You're like, well, we won ten to two. Yeah, <laughs> we got three Cy Young Award winners on the team. You know, it was all very exciting, but it wasn't that fun to like go eighteen and one against the Reds. Yeah, and kick the shit. I mean, those games were long and just awful shit shows of two unmatched teams. Now it's there's a lot more parity. I agree with you. Yeah, and the East is. Stacked, man. Almost more stacked than the Central itself. Yeah. So you got I mean, the Phillies, the Braves, and the. And I don't. Uh, is it even possible for two wild card teams to come out of the same division this year? I don't think so. Uh, it's possible. I mean, I don't know, but we shall see. The season is about to begin, and we open our season. Uh, this real quick before we end this, uh, we open our season against the Brewers in Milwaukee. So that so we're going to know right away. By the first game, how the whole season is going to go, and uh, we don't see, we don't see him again till the middle of May, and that's at Wrigley, and then uh, that's that's a weekday series, and then we see him a weekend. Most of the games are on the weekends in Milwaukee and the weekdays in Chicago. So here's uh, what's going to happen this year: I am going to come to Wrigley this summer, and I'm going to be a bleacher bum with you, motherfuckers. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, 
and I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it, even if we're, even if I'm in town and you're not playing the Brewers, I'm gonna come hang. Well, here's got- here's the weekend for you because I think we're gonna throw a huge event called John Baker Day. Okay. That I throw every year, and that'll be on the first weekend of August, which is uh, that's when Milwaukee will be here. First weekend in August. Now, the one thing I want to point out is that by the middle of August, after August 9th, in fact, the Cubs and Brewers don't play. I hate that. They do not play. That sucks, right? Yeah. That's just bad scheduling. Yeah, it really is. There's a Hey, you want to hear some bad scheduling? Opening day at Wrigley in March, March 30th, with oh. no fucking roof. With no, I mean, it's <laughs> Chicago, bitch. Well, you got 60 degrees today, right? Yeah, we do. We do. It's warm now, but you know that's not going to be that way on Monday. Got people in tank tops, fucking with their cr- coronavirus masks on. Yeah, <laughs> the coronavirus mask, shorts and a shorts and Short. a winter coat. Just and it's shoveling. <laughs> uh, so that's no, but yeah, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it, uh, and you know, I know I'll be treated well out there. So. It will, hey, if we treat the rally banana well out there, which we have, I had the rally banana out there last year. He had no complaints. Oh man! And it, we got to we got to get Cato Kalen out there. I've tried, I've tried, but now he's fucking big time, and he didn't fucking care about my bullshit. Yeah, did you offer him three hundred dollars? Because I'm sure he'd take the gig. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe we. we could, oh yeah, we should just all raise money. Be like, hey, let's get Cato out here. Everybody pitch in. Everybody you know, pitch in five bucks. Get Cato out there with us. High, highball him about 200 and I'm sure he'd come out. Sure, sure. I'll let him sign copies of his stupid book or something. I was on a uh, the, the sidetrack side story. I was at the Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena uh, judging a comedy competition. And I walk in and guess who's on the panel? Kato. Kato Kalen. Did you and talk Hal, Brewers? And, and Hal Sparks. <laughs> Who? Uh, he used to host the soup. It was just a collection of the sea level celebrities hosting oh, nice. comedy competitions on a Wednesday night in Pasadena. Oh, that's that sounds uh, like California. <laughs> just, that's all right. that, is, that is exactly the picture I think of of like just living out there, being like, "Hey, isn't that that guy from that?" Nah, can't be him. You know, like you just do that everywhere, and then you're like you're looking him up and trying to find oh. his IMDb at the restaurant, and you're like. <laughs> It was the, uh, it, it was like all the comics started shitting on Cato too, and uh, did not take it kindly. Did not laugh at it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he'd be a little less sensitive, but uh, apparently, uh, he, he's a little sensitive. PTSD after witnessing that murder. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly, she's still alive. Yeah. Well, so, so um, I, I well, thanks for coming on uh, the Sun Ranto Show previewing the Brewers. We, I, we should talk again once they set the rotations and they set the teams and the lineup because there still are a lot of question marks as to who the starters are and everything like that. You might still not know that from day to day. Who's oh, going to start your opening day lineup or, or your, your starting pitcher even? Even if you'll have a starting pitcher, you might, I don't know, start with Hater. I mean, your fans already think I'm an idiot, but with all this movement going on and acquisitions, I feel like an even bigger dummy with this team. So I'll try to stay on top of it for you guys and, you know, be as big of an asshole as ever because, uh, you know what? 
Uh, fuck the Cubs. No. Because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> fuck the Brewers. Um, no, we have a lot of fun. And and I just I love you coming on and, and uh, telling everybody. It's, it's just better to hear from a fan's perspective. You know more about your team. And it's educational to all of us because we're going to see a lot. It's going to be fun. 19 I'm games. I'm looking forward to it. Baseball is here, baby. Okay, well, I bid you all a fine spagog. And uh, Ox Swerb. <laughs> Swerb. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Milwaukee inebriated. Comes in Milwaukee, played music to crazy hobos, found a canter back sign photo, met a guy with only one arm, picture with Fonzie, set far away from the bases, snuck down for the sausage races, saw a man made out of Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.